0: You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 21. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey everybody, welcome to Heart Food Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode with my friend, Kara, all about how to feed kids, how to raise them with a positive body image. And like I said on that podcast, that is something that I am petrified of. I personally don't know if I want to have children. Um, I really go back and forth. Maybe it's just right now that I can't picture it. I'll probably end up having them eventually but um right now is not the time for me so uh and and I know perfectly well that you know you're never really feel ready to have a child but my personal goal is to be able to work in a way that I can stay at home and run my business from home uh at some point in you know a couple years or whatever and be able to take care of the child with my, uh, fiance. I actually got engaged about two weeks ago, which I kind of talked about, I think, I don't know actually if I talked about it. Well, that happened, (laughs) uh, about two weeks ago. And it's so exciting. It was the best moment of my life. And it kind of pertains to what I'm going to talk about today which is uncertainty and kind of being comfortable in discomfort and being comfortable in those moments of uncertainty, especially if you are somebody who has lived an unconventional life, which is what I have done. I am not somebody who ever felt drawn to a nine to five life, even though it does provide more security, more, um, you know, a set salary and things like that, you kind of know what you're going to be doing every day. And I lived that for some time. It never felt aligned to what I wanted to do with my life, the way that I kind of pictured myself, you know, living my life. So I'm really going to be talking a lot about that today. Also impermanence, if you are on a different path than what society expects of you. And I also really want to talk about intuition, which is the way that we listen to ourselves, obviously, but it's like that little voice that we hear. And my intuition has guided me to where I am today to do what I want to do. And I kind of want to talk about how we can listen to it better And kind of some strategies for that. I also want to talk about honoring and cherishing yourself and being who you are. You might not think that these things have to do with food or relationship with food, but in actuality, I really believe that all of our things with food, whatever you want to call it, our issues, our problems, it being the bane of our existence. You know, Food is the vehicle in which we act out all of that, but it's really not about the food. It really starts with us and who we are and how we see ourselves, how we honor ourselves, how much we believe that we are worth. Those things are telling points and food is really just a lens in which we see ourselves and the world. So like I said, we're going to have a little bit of a shorter episode today, but I really just wanted to have an episode where I just really talk about these things that are difficult for a lot of people and can provide you sort of a stepping stone to get to where you want to be with food and your body. Because like I said, if you kind of get this stuff sorted out, if you honor who you are, you know your worth, you know that your worth is an inherent birthright, just like being alive as a human, just like Gary Vaynerchuk says, like, what are the chances that that one sperm you know, hit the egg to be you. It's like one in a trillion. And so many times we take our lives for granted. We don't think that they are special. I know that I lived there for a really long time, just like poor me, complainer, not feeling that I had the autonomy to do what I wanted to do with my life. So I really want to spend this episode focusing on that and talking about how you can live a life that's more authentic to you. And don't really have much going on right now. I am actually in the middle, well, for many of you listening, because right now I'm in the middle of Food Freedom Club, which is my six-week group coaching program. We have the loveliest women in there right now. We are covering a whole bunch of topics and I'm just having so much fun. And we will probably be launching it again in the summer. And a little bit before summer, which, wow, I guess we're in March now, in the next one or two months, I'm going to be launching a cooking school for health. So ways that we can cook so that we can like eat really deliciously and the food can be something that promotes health. Uh, for us. And, you know, if we have any goals, like if we want to lose weight, if you we want to gain weight, like ways that you can kind of tailor your meals to meet your specific goals while not really sacrificing any sort of flavor or, um, you know, we'll do it in a way that it'll be sustainable for you. That's going to make you want to eat this way. Cause that's really what it's about, right? Like when we go on an eating plan, we want to make sure that we are able to do it forever. We always need to ask ourselves, like, is this something that I could see myself doing day in and day out? Because there's no wagon, there is no on or off, it's just life. You eat a certain way and then when things pop up that are worth it, you can make moment to moment evaluations of whether you want it, if it's aligned to the way that you want to feel and if it is going to be worth it for you. So that is kind of what's going to be happening in the next few month, months. <laughs> I'm also going to be providing a couple freebies for you guys in the next few months where I will announce them on Instagram and perhaps on my website and my newsletter. So be sure to get on my newsletter. If you go to Instagram, my Instagram profile, you can sign up there or just on my website, ashleypardo.com. And that's the really the best way to stay up to date with what's going on, but I will keep you posted to those freebies. We're going to be having some stuff about like how to listen to your body, how to do chaining exercises, which is something for mindful eating, how to kind of map your emotional eating kind of see the source and the root of it. And some quick recipe cooking guides, how to stock your pantry, things like that. Those are all things that are going to be coming. Now, let's kind of get started with this uncertainty thing. Now, if you live an unconventional life, which for many people, that life is something that is much more authentic to who they are and, you know, what really lives inside of their hearts. If you live that sort of life, there's usually a lot of uncertainty going. My stomach just made a noise. I'm not sure if you guys heard it. Um, uh, there is a lot of uncertainty on involved in that unconventional life. And what do I mean when I say an unconventional life? I just mean like, you know, not saying that one is bad or worse than the other. I'm just talking about my experience and this is what feels aligned to me. I know plenty of people that live a conventional life are super happy and that is your authentic life. And that is totally, you know, that's a super personal thing. So when I say that, I mean, like I kind of said it at the beginning, but like I did not feel Like a nine to five job was aligned to me. I always knew that I would create my own job. I always knew that I would be an entrepreneur. I had no idea how that would happen. But once I kind of was in that world, I knew that it was not for me. I felt it in my body every single day. And what's funny is that when I had my first corporate job, I was laid off from it. And that was in 2008. No, 2009 is when I was laid off from that job. So that was nine years ago almost. Wow. And I was devastated when that happened. But if I never would have gotten laid off, then who knows if I would have ever taken the risks that I've taken in my life, choosing uncertainty and, you know, in favor of what feels true for me, but who knows? I probably would have stayed at that job, gotten a master's in business because the company would have paid for it. And then I probably would have still been there. So it's, and then I never would have like started this thing. I never would have met my fiance. I never would have done so many things. And like, that is why I am such a big fan of Joseph Campbell. He talks about the hero's journey and the path that we all go on. Obviously, each of our paths are different and that is why it is our path. So when we think of where we want to go in our lives and our goals, we might map things out, but of course, hardly anything ever goes as planned. And that is okay if it winds, if it goes in a completely opposite direction, you are being led to what is your path, even if it feels hard. And that is exactly why it is your path because you create it literally step by step as you go. So having something mapped out into the future might not be, well, definitely will not be your path because you haven't done it yet. So that's just why it is And that in and of itself is just pure uncertainty, taking each step as you go and creating your path that is scary as, you know what? (laughs) Um, I don't know why I feel weird saying that word today, but I don't know. Um, so it's super scary to do those things and we will choose. This is something that my coach, my business coach, uh, Jill Coleman, You can find her um, at Jill Fit on Instagram that people will choose a harder situation, even if it is certain. So they would rather stay in a situation that they don't like, that feels secure, than do something uncertain that might offer them more happiness, like jobs or marriages, because it's so much easier to stay in the security, to know what you're going to be doing tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And in my life for the past five years, I've experienced so much uncertainty. I mean, I have kind of created my own job, but even within that, I had larger jobs and I what i thought i wanted to do has been winding this entire time and it has been uncertain like since i am my own boss essentially like i don't have a 401k i don't have benefits or health insurance or any of those things i have to you know set aside money for that and pay for my health insurance which is a ridiculous amount of money for not even that much coverage but we're not going to get into that conversation now But uh, those are things that I have chosen for myself because that uncertainty really gives me so much more in return because I feel like I can own my life. I've also, in the subject of marriage, I've never been somebody who has like dreamed of their wedding or dreamed of being a bride and I am 32 And if you would have asked me, let's say when I was like 16, I probably would have told you, yeah, I'll probably be married like in my early to mid twenties. And then I'll have a child before I'm 30, like many women say, and I never would have imagined that I would be 32 and just getting engaged when I was like 15, but this is my path. This is my story. And I know it has happened exactly the way that it should, because now I know exactly who I am. And I did not know who I was when I was 15, 16, even like 25. I had no idea. So as we shift and we change, we have to be open to that uncertainty and not expect for things to be tied neatly in a bow or to make sense or that we have the answer to everything. I just want to encourage you to take leaps into the unknown if you are being called to that. If you feel like you want to change your job, if you feel like you want to get out of a relationship, if you feel like you want to quit dieting, which is a revolutionary act in and of itself to completely quit all the external rules and to just... Choose to eat in a way that works for you. You know, you guys know that I believe in like a really real food diet uh, to begin with. Not a diet like restrictive, but just like the way you eat. I really think that if we stick to whole, real foods and we begin our journey like that, you don't necessarily have to count. I would balance your meals, make sure that they have protein, carbohydrate, and fat. That way, our hormones and our appetite, our satiety. And our blood sugar can be balanced and we can feel great. We can have that meal last. We don't have to think about food. I will be doing a podcast all about balanced eating one of these days. But I want you to be able to do these things, to trust your body, to start a new exercise regime, to wear whatever the hell you want to wear, to go travel if you want to go travel. Go Take a road trip across the country in an RV, like whatever it is that you want to do, just go do it. And I'm dealing with that right now as my business kind of shifts a little bit. I have, uh, some cooking clients that I love and adore. All of them are amazing. And that's really, it has been, um, a journey for me to get to that space Uh, At times my job was extremely stressful and I don't feel that way anymore at all. And I kind of wish looking back, you know, when you, maybe we'll have a whole podcast about entrepreneurship, but I think that when you begin something, you kind of have to take all the clients that you can get at the beginning, because like you need to make money, you need to have experience and you need to do all these different things. But you can't be as selective with your clientele. That comes later where you can kind of be a little bit more selective. You can say no to people and you can be rigorous in your onboarding process for your clients. And now is really the first time, even after five years, that I feel like, wow, I love all my clients. They're amazing. And the people that I see for nutrition, the people that are in my online coaching group, the people that I cook for... And I want to begin my next step, which is going to be doing workshops. This is something I've never talked about, but it's something that I really want to do that I feel passionate about is doing workshops about, um, different types of workshops, like cooking workshops, like meal prep and knife skills and how to make salads and soups. Those are things that I'm going to be launching this year And also workshops about, uh, I might turn Food Freedom School into an in-person workshop. I want to do workshops about how to speak to your kids about body image and their relationship with food without uh, hindering their sense of self or uh, self-worth or self-esteem. And I really feel called to do that. And I really only have the time and the space and the energy to do that now when I've kind of brought down my cooking load and opened up more space to do other things that I feel really aligned with. And I just feel like I'm taking so much action and I want to encourage you to do the same thing, that even if things feel scary and uncomfortable, literally that is how I have been feeling this entire year, like scared, uncomfortable, not knowing, feeling like I'm not knowing what I'm doing, not knowing if things are going to work and they always do end up working. And even if like shit hits the fan and something goes wrong and it falls apart, sometimes you need to fall apart. This is going to sound really corny, but like sometimes you need to fall apart in order to put yourself back together in the way that you want to. And I just want you to, and that is not only with work, that's with like, if you have a breakup, if you are dealing with a really tough relationship with food, It's all of that. So I just really want to encourage you to have faith in yourself, to trust your life, to trust your journey. I'm somebody who has a deep faith in life. It's sometimes really hard for me to remember that. Um, I have a lot of support around me and that kind of keeps me mentally on track. But I just want to encourage you to trust your life and trust yourself, even if you're going through a tough time, even if it feels like things are falling apart For example, in my relationship, we've been together almost four years and I had to trust, I mean, I knew pretty much, we both pretty much knew from the beginning, early on within the first, I don't know, he'd probably say within the first um, month or something, we kind of knew, although we didn't rush anything. So even though we had that knowing, there was no rushing involved. It was just like, let's just see how it goes. Very easy, very chill, very awesome. And I had to trust that whole time that, you know, that things would reach a point where we would both meet, uh, you know, our, the next step for our lives. And it just felt so worth it when it happened because patience and being okay within that uncertainty and that discomfort that really breeds, um, strength And that is where your strength lies. That is where it is. If you're feeling right now like you can't find that strength because like you feel anxious all the time, you need to maybe like, for example, you're waiting for something to come into your life that that hasn't happened, that uh, you feel that you need to be okay and you are grasping at it and you feel attached to it and you are angry that it's not happening because you believe in your head there's a story that is telling you, I can't be happy or I won't be okay or I won't be whole until I get, you know, a husband or a job or whatever. Learning to be comfortable in the discomfort is what's going to give you what you want. The thing is not going to give you what you want. When you get to that thing, when you get to quote unquote, perfect body. When you get that job, when you get that husband or whatever it is, that house, you're going to realize that it didn't work. And, um, this happens a lot with weight loss too. Like it just doesn't work sometimes. And you end up feeling really shitty. You're like, what? This, this thing that I thought was going to like fix me actually didn't do anything. And no, that is, and I am saying this because like, this is something I've experienced So many times, like I've known this for many years now, so I've been comfortable in the uncertainty. But for most of my life, I spent in that space, like dependent upon something external to make me okay. But I want you to know that that okayness and that wholeness that you're looking for is in the period of waiting, it's in the period of uncertainty, learning to be, because it sucks, like it's uncomfortable, but learning to be comfortable there, to know that you can withstand whatever is thrown at you is where your strength is and your courage is and your resiliency is and your tenacity and your bravery. All of that lives in the space that you're scared to go. So I just want to encourage you to do some scary shit and to know that you're going to be okay if you do it, Um, I also want to talk about impermanence and this is something too, that has really helped me be more present in life because nothing in life lasts. Like it really makes me sad. I'm somebody that gets really sad when I think of my parents not being here anymore. I am super close to them. Um, we've really come a long way in our relationship, both with my mom and my dad, but I am cannot picture a time that they're not going to be here. I mean, we probably have like extra closeness because we are Latin and anybody who's Latin knows that parents are all up in your stuff. Um, that's just the way it is in this culture. They like to be close and they like to know what you're doing. And I like that because I like to know what they're doing too. So, um, You know, but I really can't picture a time that they're not going to be here. I can't even go there or think about it because like, they're so amazing and they help me and support me and they just, nobody's going to love you like your parents. So like, and if you have lost a parent, my heart goes out to you because I cannot imagine what that is like, but I feel for you. So to know that they're going to be here and we're all going to be here for a short period of time, that things don't last and that can be good or bad because like the good doesn't last, you know, like for example, if you have something that you really want to eat that's really rich and delicious, that's impermanent. That's why we binge sometimes, right? Of course, I got to infuse a little food stuff here. That's why we binge because we want things to last longer than they actually do. And the way that we kind of combat this is by knowing that things will pass and learning to be present so we can enjoy the crap out of whatever we are doing, whatever is going on. And to know when we have difficult emotions that those are going to pass too. Like I've been depressed and anxious so many times in my life. That is something that is part of who I am. I suffer from depression and anxiety. Uh, not so much right now. It's really been a great year. Not because of like the things that have happened. I just mean like I've done so much work on myself that I have um, sort of I don't want to say worked my way out of it because it's always there, but I have learned skills to kind of keep it at bay and kind of know that it's always going to be there, and I am just an anxious person. Um, you might think that's a story, but I do live with anxiety and it is okay because much of the time the anxiety is impermanent. So that really helps me knowing that I can kind of handle whatever happens because I know it's going to pass. Everything passes, everything goes away, everything is cyclical. The nature of life is seasons and change So I just want to encourage you to live in the moment, uh, enjoy the beautiful times, the beautiful moments that you have, enjoy the people that you love, and know that if you're going through some tough shit, it's probably going to pass because everything is impermanent. I also want to touch quickly on intuition. And intuition is something that has been my compass for the past five years when I actually realized that I had an intuition before I just listened to everything that everybody else said. I couldn't trust myself. And so many people try to listen to their intuition and they kind of force it. And I know that because that's something that I was doing this morning. So even if you feel like you have it figured out, it sometimes just might, uh, feel like you can't grasp it. And that was me this morning on my walk. I was like, really got to listen to my intuition. Got to listen to you. Like, where is it? And then I remembered, which is why I want to talk to you about it right now. I remembered that intuition is like a scared little animal. And I can really relate to that because we have a rescue. If you guys have seen her on my Instagram, her name is Miss Faye. She's a rescue. She's super anxious. Uh, She is a... Uh, half dachshund, half chihuahua, but she was found in a dumpster with her dad, mom, poor thing. So like, she has a lot of like trauma. And even though she's a dog and like with Derek and I, she is amazing. And with some other people that she sees a lot, but like in general, she's pretty scared. So like, I always think of her and like, if you try to force an animal, uh, when it feels trepidatious towards you, if you try to force it to pet it or to hold it or to be near it, what's that animal gonna do? It's just gonna like immediately bolt in the other direction, in the opposite direction. So trying to trying to find your intuition, forcing it, rushing it, blah blah blah, whatever. And this has to do with relationship with food too. If you're trying to force yourself into losing weight, if you're trying so hard, oh my god, I really need to lose 10 pounds and it has to happen today. Well like I'm gonna restrict and whatever that usually does not end up well. You can't find it. And what happens with intuition is that you kind of have to And with relationship with food is that you just have to like go and live your life and kind of be happy. And then in those silent moments, when you least expect it, you can hear what you need to hear. That's what happened to me today. Like I'm in this moment of uncertainty, things are shifting and changing. And I went on a walk like I do every morning. And I was like, what do you have to tell me today? Where am I going? What's, you know, what are the answers? And I couldn't hear anything and I felt anxious. And then I came home and I just like you know, did my yoga and I just was kind of like doing what I needed to do, not thinking about it and I heard everything that I needed to. So it's just so interesting that remember that like intuition and things in life are like a scared animal and you have to let them come to you when they are ready, when you are doing something else that is not preoccupied by that. And in moments of deep silence and meditation. So that's uh, what I have to say about intuition to let it be your guiding force. I also want to talk about honoring and cherishing yourself. You need to honor and cherish yourself first because... And this is something that, um, I hiccuped right there. (laughs) This is something that Janine Roth talks about a lot too. She had like a, um, like a live conference call about this, that we need to cherish ourselves first, especially in relationships, because if we don't cherish ourselves first and something or someone comes along that wants to treat us well and says beautiful things about us, we're not going to believe them. And, I resonate so much with that because, I mean, you guys kind of know the relationships that I was in. They were really shitty before this. And I never believed any of the people when they told me nice things about myself. I was like, oh, you're crazy. I mean, like, what are you talking about? And who are you seeing right here? And I could not recognize that, even like compliments, because I could not see them in myself. So, by honoring yourself and putting yourself first and really upping that level of self worth and self care, you can really do miraculous things. I just want to encourage you guys and just have a full episode about all of this stuff because it's what I've been feeling lately. And, like I said at the beginning, If you are trying to try so hard to fix your relationship with food, trying to, you know, do so much with your nutrition, I would encourage you to just focus on yourself for a little bit and then see what happens. And I've also really been into the law of attraction lately. And there's this quote that I heard that resonated with me a lot. And it is, you have access to as much as you are willing to ask for. So really ask a lot of yourself of what you want for your life. Ask for it all. Know that you deserve it. Come from that place of high self-worth and esteem and deservedness because you deserve it all. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K Pardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.